Welcome to the SMB Community Podcast with your hosts, Amy Babinchak, James Kernan, and Carl Polichuk. Produced by and for the Small Biz Thoughts community. We're dedicated to making every IT professional a successful IT professional. Linode, a top infrastructure as a service provider, has resources specifically for helping MSPs explore the alternative cloud. Discover this growing market, one of the best kept secrets in building a scalable, thrivable, modern managed service provider business. Learn about the cloud provider landscape, improving KPIs, security, and more in Linode's free book, The MSP's Guide to Modern Cloud Infrastructure, available now. This resource and more at linode.com slash mspradio. Hi, this is Carl. Welcome to another SMB Community Podcast. I have three guests at the same time today, so it's very crowded in the Small Biz Thoughts uh, studio here. I am joined by Lane McDowell, Sean Cornwell, and Ryan Bodwin. Did I get all those names pronounced right? Yes, sir. You uh, did, yes. <laughs> it's amazing. It's a miracle. Uh, and so, so these folks are with Seawell Marketing, uh, which focuses on uh, marketing, kind of boutique marketing for the uh, MSP and uh, small biz IT communities. Lane is the CEO, uh, Sean is the CMO, and Ryan is the COO. So (laughs) let's start with you, Lane. Tell us a little bit about your background and uh, how you got here today. Yeah, sure. So uh, I owned and operated a MSP for just a little over nine years in the northern Illinois hemisphere um, around the Chicago area. And uh, actually... The first two years, I should say, it's, it's really been six years as an MSP. Uh, the first two and a half years was, I was all break fix. And I actually came across your book, Carl, Managed Services in a Month. And I was uh, able to take that knowledge that you shared and convert my business into uh, managed service practice. And um, <clears throat> Sean and I kind of uh, spun that up together and we, um, we got, you know, really heavily into marketing and marketing our business. And through trials and tribulations, we were able to uh, scale our practice, uh, you know, very greatly, and were able to to sell in early 2020. All right, very nice, Sean. How, how would you like to tell that side of the story? Yeah, no, it's all good. Um, I started off in the. Um in IT, uh, right out of college, uh, doing sysadmin work for a little while and, and started specializing in network and administration. Uh, Lane and I were great friends since we were like 17, 18 years old. Um, and we decided to kind of like pair up and get the ball rolling. Um, I took a strong liking more than a marketing side of things. Um, um, and that's where we kind of learned the MSP marketing side was my deep dive into that while he kind of did the face, you know, meetings and consultations. And uh, as I like to say, the magic show, when you're, you're uh, introducing your services (laughs) to uh, your prospects. Very cool. All right. And Ryan, how'd you get in on all this? Yeah, I'm, I'm the least qualified person to be on this call. I don't, (laughs) I know very little. I'm the least technical person on the call. Um, and I, am uh, my background is in sales. I've I've been doing sales for the last 20 years and, um, doing, 
um, IT and, and SaaS sales for, for about the last decade, um, working with uh, companies like Intuit, Cisco, Meraki. Um, and, you know, I, I ended up meeting Lane and Sean um, through a, uh, a group that we were all a part of. And I was trying to start my own marketing uh, thing, and they were already having their uh, success in marketing. They needed, I needed technical people who could kind of fulfill. They needed somebody who could get on the phone and uh, have conversations, um, communicate value. And so it was a, a, a beautiful partnership that, uh, that we developed. Very cool. Well, you know, one of the, the things that is just an absolute con, uh, consistent thing in this industry is that people are always looking for marketing and sales. Um, and at the same time, they don't want to do any marketing and they don't want to do any sales. Right? Yeah, we. Like, I want my customers to magically show up on my doorstep and uh, we provide services. And, I, you know, I think it's natural. And, and I use technician in the Michael Gerber sense, not in a IT sense, but people who work for a living want to go do the work. That's why they got in this business. Um, and even this morning on Reddit, I was chatting with a guy who was like, oh, how do I crack the nut? How do I get marketing to work? How do, right? um, so what specifically do you guys offer that uh, will help MSPs uh, make more money? Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's a really good question. Sean, why don't, you, why don't you go through and tell them a little bit about our, our offering? Yeah, so we, we focus more on a traffic standpoint with intent data, right? So uh, we utilize Google ads um, to drive traffic to a landing page. We build landing pages for all our clients. It's a little, it's separate from their website. The websites are usually talking more about services and stuff like that. We take them through a strategy session too. And I'm kind of going out of order here, but the strategy session really helps them have, communicate value that actually matters to their prospects. Most people that they're talking to don't know what managed services are. They don't even know um, much about IT outside of backup and, you know, I have a virus. And so when we're able to communicate the value of their services more for uh, as an investment than a cost, then we're able to kind of take those people who are already searching for those services, get them, I guess, a little bit more excited about IT because they're, they're, they're starting to see, hey, this guy knows that if he does X, Y, Z, I'm going to make more money for my own business. And that's how we get those conversions for them. So there's, it's a little bit more of a warmer conversation once they, they start filling out for consultations or booking appointments or even making phone calls, just because there's a little bit more excitement from there. So is it primarily a Google ads to a, a dedicated landing page? Yes. From, you know, a simple standpoint, we do have our own CRM um, that, that has a lot of automation built into it. Um, once we collect information, we're always nurturing those people through emails and stuff like that. It has a built-in pipeline so they can track where their prospects are within the pipeline, gives them their information, such as like emails, first name, last name, phone numbers. So they have ways to communicate with those people so as well. So do you manage their Google ads account? We do. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so you create customized audiences for whatever, Poughkeepsie, Illinois, or whatever, and, uh, and the markets perhaps that they're looking for. Correct. I'm going to do all the research for them to see if, even if it's worth it. We've actually had to turn away some MSPs because the region they were in, they just would not fit in our system. I mean, when we find a great fit, we'll work with them. 
So I, I love the idea that you turn down clients who don't fit because too, too many people in IT think that they have to take every client. So it's kind of an analogy to what they should be doing as well, which is saying, hey, if you'd recognize somebody who's not a good fit, uh, no harm, no foul, just keep on walking. <laughs> yeah, right. one, of the, yeah, one of the things absolutely. that we require is for any MSP who wants to work with us, we require them to either have their own sales team, and that can be even one person, or they're outsourcing their sales because we can send leads all day long but if you're the sales rep and you're the marketing person and your HR and your you know, fulfillment, you're not going to have the time to chase these leads as relentlessly as a single salesperson, right? So if these, it's part of our qualification process. We'll go through and say, hey, tell me a little bit more about your sales team. And if they say, oh, I'm just the, the only sales guy, our recommendation always is start with a salesperson. Start with outbound cold calling, start having, and once that salesperson uh, starts to start paying for themselves, reinvest that money into marketing so that he doesn't, he or she does not have to go chasing for cold leads. Now we can start bringing in warm leads and that person can then go uh, chasing uh, after those leads and start converting a lot more. Very good. So let me take just a microscopic break and say that uh, the website is seawellmarketing.com, which is just the letter C, W-E-L-L, marketing.com. Uh, and of course, they can find you on LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram as well. So um, let me put that out there, do a little marketing for you. Thank um, you so much. Thank so, you. <laughs> you know, one of the things I always try to tell people is that every piece has to do its job. So, uh, you know, like I buy Google ads and I send them to a page and I get whatever, 800 people click on an ad, but the page is literally like register for this thing. And I get <clears throat> whatever, 50 people who register. And then I'm like, okay, so the ad worked, but the page failed. So now I got to work on the page. And then when the page works, then I got to work on the content. And <laughs> it's like one thing at a time, it's a never ending process. So do you, refresh campaigns? Do you give advice on those landing pages? Uh, Great yeah, question. How do you help them make everything work? Yes. Yeah, so part of part of the, the value that we offer is exactly what you talked about, right? Content gets stale. Um, I say this all the time. We're not, we're not oracles. Just because something worked in one market doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work exactly the same way in another market. Um, so what we constantly do is we, we bring all of our clients through a strategy session where we learn a lot more about them, their business. We help them understand a lot more about their end customers, uh, what problems that they solve. And, and we want to talk a lot about the problems that um, the customers are going through. Um, and, and so we put all of that in a beautiful landing page. We put all of, uh, we spend a lot of time curating the right ads, and then we start micro testing. Right, we don't want to go in and just start throwing three thousand dollars of ad spend at a campaign we just built. Right, so we'll start with a really small ad budget, throw it out there, see what's working, see what's not working, make the adjustments along the way, and constantly be improving before we go. Okay, we're on to something. Let's increase that ad budget so that we can start getting those um, uh, even higher conversions. And then it doesn't stop there, right? Every single month, we have an account management team that, that Lane leads, and I'll let him talk a little bit more about this, where we do look back and we say, hey, here's everything that worked well. Here's, the, here's what didn't work so well, the changes that we want to make. 
we need your approval on making those changes. We work together with that person. We make those changes. And, and we do that every single month. Um, and then as we get into you know bigger campaigns, because usually we're starting off with one campaign, but then we may end up you know building two, three, four kind of down the road as, um, as they continue on with us. So Lane, there's now been a promise that you're going to add more value. <laughs> sure, yeah. So I think I, I think I would like to talk a little bit about uh, our strategy process and kind of what we go to develop develop that content that sits on that landing page, um, and really the the marketing message that we're we want uh, to send to their prospects. Um, so I think, I mean, for us, it really all starts about getting to know your customer and not necessarily just any customer, but the, your ideal customer. Um, and what we typically do is we, we ask our, our, our clients to think, think of a handful of customers or just maybe one customer that you're working with now that you just really enjoy working with. Or if you don't have one now, who would you like to be working with? And we try to um, notate everything we can about that particular customer or that ideal customer. Uh, it could be the type of business they're in. How many seats do they have? You know, how many how many employees do they have? I should say. Um, you know, who's the decision maker? Are you working with? You know, the IT manager. The, you know, the business owner directly. Um, so we we jot down all those demographics and psychographics. Um, of that particular customer. And then from there, we start to get into um, some of the, the pains and frustrations, the, the fears, uh, the goals and desires, and then uh, even some of the dreams and aspirations that that particular customer would have. And those are important because we use those to develop a message that speaks directly to those types of, of prospects and those customers. Um, from there, once, you, once we have that information collected, one of the more important pieces is what we call value metrics. So in this section, we, we take a, a, a look at you know, your entire service stack and all your service offering, and we try to, to convert that offering, or I'm sorry, those services into an end result. So for instance, um, you know, we help desk support. We fix computer issues, basically. Well, that's nice, but why, why does the business owner care about that in particular? Like, what does is, what is the business owner or decision maker get out of that? Well, it could be a number of different things. It could be, you know, not only do we fix your issues, but by fixing those issues, we're increasing your business or your employees' productivity. And what's really nice is if you can have a metric attached to that. So um, for instance, you know, we, we help our customers increase their employee productivity, productivity by 30% in 90 days. So you can see how, you know, just taking, oh, we fix computer issues and changing that more into, we help your business grow. That's much more of a powerful message. That makes sense. And do you, um... Do you track conversion rates on things like not just they filled out a form, but they landed on the page, they filled out the form, <laughs> you got a thank you page where they uh, actually took some action, uh, that sort of stuff? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes, 
we, we track all that. And then not only do that, but we also, we nurture the, any prospect that goes into the system. And a big part of that is also educating those prospects too, because not everybody knows the importance of like proactive maintenance, for instance, and how it relates to them and their business. And that's, I think that's a big part of it too. It was the landing page that you build for an ad, which by the way, I think is a great strategy because it can be separate from the web, the primary web page and not, not deal with the traffic on that web page and all kinds of other things. Is it just a single page or do you have like a mini site there or for the education piece, do you help them build out their primary website? So the education piece is only email nurturing. I should have been clear there. Um, but for the landing page, we only want the prospect that's visiting the landing page to take one action. We don't want them to get distracted by multiple different, you know, about us pages or, you right. know, our list of services. It, it's the landing page is designed to do one thing and one thing only convert that prospect to get right. you on a, a call with them. Or get some- up exactly there's, what I wanted to hear. <laughs> there, there are certain elements that go into um, uh, the, a landing page, right? Sean, you, you might be able to talk a little bit about like the emotion, the logic. Yeah. So we do speak to all the emotions that a person goes through in a buying stage. So we start off with emotional, the impulse of people, the ones that are going to buy the candy bar at the cash register, right? So those, those are the people that are we touch to and talk to at the top of the funnel, top of the uh, landing page. And then we back it up with some logic just in case someone's having a second thought and they're like, yeah, you know what, let's see if there's any logical stuff here. And so we, we deliver that. And then, you know, we might have someone's like, is my friends doing this? My colleagues doing this? We, we'd like to provide some social proof. And we know every MSP has got someone who dotes over them. So we provide those reviews there and stuff like that. And then we just had that final call to action that brings you kind of home we do sprinkle call, call to actions throughout the landing page. Every scroll is going to have a way for them to kind of get in contact with the MSP, whether it's through a form, phone call, or whatever the call to action is supposed to be. Um, but we definitely want to have an opportunity for each type of person to um, make their decision. Right. And so with the, uh, with the big picture, who are you trying to get as your uh, MSP or IT service provider partners? Is it companies with 10 technicians or people who are over a million dollars or like who's your who's your focused clientele, I guess? So I would honestly say like our sweet spot is is the MSPs that are between like 750K to like the 1 million mark. Those are the ones that we can actually see a lot of growth with. Um, the ones that are like 1 mil and up, we work with those as well. Um, and a lot of times they already have they work a little bit better for us when it comes down to the fact that they have a lot of awareness built. Um, there's a little bit more work for the ones in the 750K to 1 million spot because they haven't worked on their awareness marketing and stuff like that. So we kind of have to kick step stuff, kick things off for them a little bit more um, harder. They need to work a little bit more on their social media stuff. We'll, we'll make some advice for them and stuff like that. Like use your LinkedIn, use your Facebook, start making some posts. It's, it's not hard uh, just to even share what other MSPs are sharing. Um, we even referred them to, and uh, I might in, just name drop to Tech Tribe, where they have social media posts already created for them, where they can just utilize that. Um, well, the good thing is, is we yeah, we have we have we have, and that's okay. We have three packages, right? We have a, we have a small, medium, large package. Um, some things that so we we deal with clients who you know 
the smallest we would say is probably like a hundred to 200 K a year is what they're bringing in. But one of the big requirements, again, that we talk about is they need to have somebody who is a dedicated salesperson, right? So um, we always want to make sure that they are um, there. They, they've got that person who's, who's whenever we give them that lead, that they know that they can go out and start chasing that lead. And it might take 20, 30, 40 touches before they get that person who goes, actually, you know what? I am ready to talk to you now. Um, so for the for the small guys who are, you know, maybe a two or three man shop, um, we've got a package for you for the guys who are doing like 500 grand a year, maybe up to 750. Um, and they've got a small sales team, they've got a, a pack staff, and they're looking to go to the next level and go from six figures to seven figures a year, we got a package for you. For those guys who are doing one to, you know, 1 million plus, um, we have a much larger package that not only includes um, you know, uh, the PPC stuff on Google, but it, it includes a lot of retargeting. It includes our YouTube ads. There's so much that we can go down that road and we can kind of build. Uh, and, and a lot of times what we end up doing is we see clients as they grow, they grow with us from that, that first package. And then they get to a place in their business where now they're ready for the second. And then that same thing happens as they're growing into the third. Right. And so when you create these programs, do you have like a a quarterly campaign or a, a annual campaign or a monthly campaign like how or do you use it like a you just buy it and you set it up and then then you're done no so we can't our campaigns are usually done in quarters is what how we do it but we do a lot of optimization like month to month right so um for me i went from living with my screens full of clis and you know dialogue boxes to now Google ads and statistics from the landing pages. Um, so I, I'm the guy that just kind of keeps track of where campaigns are and where we need to optimize and stuff like that. Um, and then we have our in-house Google guy um, that will, you know, make change if we need to make changes on the, on the Google side of things. So we're not getting the traffic, not getting the traction we need to, we'll start working on there. If we're getting the traction, but we're not getting conversions, you know, I got my, my, my people, and usually it's me doing all the landing page stuff on the back end, um, getting rearranging stuff, changing the messaging and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, yeah. One thing to add too is we meet with our clients month monthly to review some of the A/B testing results and kind of the, the next stage. And it's we're constantly optimizing things. So, um, I guess it's it's a monthly optimization process, right? With it, with a quarterly goal in mind, because our, our, our we even do our contracts in a, in a court. We don't want to sign somebody up for an entire year and, and lock them in. So we 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 offer quarterly contracts. So we want to make sure that we're hitting every target month to month, so that at the end of every quarter, they're incentivized to continue our campaign on the next quarter, and then we can even we can even change those campaigns. So quarterly outlook in mind with monthly. Um, meetings, but daily attention and optimization. And and is a quarter enough? I mean, I mean, I, I like I would think if you if you're doing a year, then by the third quarter you'll know whether or not it was successful. But after we, three months, I don't know. You we start getting leads in uh, usually after. So we, our first our first quarter that we work with somebody, we actually sign them up for a four month because it takes us a month to build everything, right? And then it's three months of us actually executing. And and we try to be as transparent as we can. We will get you leads in the first quarter, and and they'll be good leads. But the the nurturing of those leads and and you taking that lead from 
um, brand new all the way to closed brand new client, that might take longer than that first quarter, but we will get you leads um, usually, usually in the second month, sometimes we get them in the first month, but just because we get you that lead today does not mean necessarily they're going to become your client next week. You know, right. a lot of these, you still have a sales cycle that you have to go through and some sales cycles can take three months, six months, a year, depending on where they're at in their contract and, um, how much, how much money they're, you know, how immediate the problem is. Um, sure. Every once in a while we, we get those that do close a little quicker, but I always, I always tell people, you know, to really see the fruits of our labor, you're going to need, you know, six months to, to nine months. Um, so you can see the full sales cycle go um, to fruition. What I tell people is I can bring you the sheep. If you can't shear them, that's not my problem. Very so, true. <laughs> but oh, uh, absolutely. It's, and that's why we require that sales team. We need that right. salesperson because that's your, you know, you, those are the shears. You got to have the shears. them to have a mailing list so that with luck, the leads you get them go onto a mailing list. And then they, obviously it's, it's up to the MSP to manage and nurture that mailing list and give it attention <laughs> And yeah, we'll, we'll do that all via, we'll do that all via email for them. But another thing that we recommend constantly is direct mail. Like, Hey, you have their information now, hit them in as many ways as possible. Call them, email them, do direct mail. Any way you can connect, connect with them on LinkedIn, connect with them on social. We, we will give you, um, you know, we'll give you the gas to put in the engine, but you still got to get in the, in the driver's seat and, you know, hit the gas. Right. So uh, again, see well, marketing c-w-e-l-l marketing.com uh and and it occurs to me that you know one of the things that happens in our industry is that there are a certain group of people who they've always seemed to have money to try a new thing but they never seem to have commitment to stick with it right so mm -hmm. they'll you know they'll sign up for my community they'll sign up for the tech tribe they'll sign up for robin robbins They'll try everything for three months or six months, and then they'll move on and try something else. Um, mm -hmm. So how do you get people to stick in there and continue after the first three months or after the first six months? Yeah, so I'll take this one. We like to set some little milestones with them as we go along so, as, so they can kind of see the wins, set those expectations and stuff like that. As those milestones get hit, you know, it's exciting. You know, you, like, hey, we've got the first lead. It's, it's you know month one, month two, month three, and they get to either engage or whatever the case may be and see that conversation through. But um, it's all about hitting those milestones to kind of just build that excitement up too. Um, I think there's a lot of distrust is what we've come across uh, in the um, MSP industry, the IT service providing industry with agencies, because a lot of agencies just don't understand the industry as it is. It takes someone who's been in the IT background or had their own MSP to really understand, which is why Robin Robbins does so well. She understands the industry, you know, um, enormously. Um, but we live by milestones. And then I don't know if Ryan Elaine has anything else to kind of add to that. I got one other thing. Like a lot of times we are so focused on the goal, right? Which is getting from 500,000 to a million that, that's all we've, and like you look, you have to understand what your goals are. You have to, you have to put those in place, but you really have to focus on the process, right? The process and the system is going to get you to that goal, right? And, and, and if you don't enjoy the process of chasing after leads, 
hire somebody who does hire somebody who's hungry and ready to do that's what we have to do as business owners right we want to just like you mentioned earlier we want to do the work um, because that's you know we don't want that boss anymore but you also have to hire people to do the things that you're either a not good at or b that you don't want to do so go out and find those people and help them develop that sales process and understand you're going to work that process every single day. And if you keep your eyes on that process and the system, the goal will naturally come. Mm -hmm. Very good. So we're almost out of time, but let me just ask you, uh, what's the best way for folks to get started with you and, and uh, you know, kind of have that first conversation? Absolutely. You can email us at info at sewellmarketing.com or by all means, go to our website, sewellmarketing.com. Um, it is it, just like uh, you might imagine. It is a landing page, right? It's going to take you through uh, a lot of what we do, um, a lot of what our uh, our values are, and, and it has call to actions all over it, so that you can actually sign up and get in touch with us. Uh, we can hop on a phone call, make sure that um, we're quali you're qualified to work with us. We're qualified to work with you. We'll walk you through our entire system um, and 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 guide you along the path of uh, becoming one of our uh, IT members. Very good. Uh, Lane McDowell, Sean Cornwell, and Ryan Bodwin, thank you for being with us today. And uh, these folks are at sewellmarketing.com. Check them out. And of course, if you have any comments or questions, you can leave them down below. Anything else before we go? No. It was truly a, a pleasure, yeah. Carl. Thank, thank you for having us. Lane, Lane is a huge fan of I, yours. I am. so yeah. excited to be you, on your podcast. You, Carl, you changed my life, man. I, I always just wanted to say thank you. So oh, that's I have very the nice. So uh, thank you. I'll just remind you that you did all the work. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, you provided me with guidance. So thank you very much for that. Right. Match made in heaven. Thanks for being here. <laughs> this has been another SMB Community Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the SMB Community Podcast. If you found this useful, interesting, or fun, please subscribe, share with your friends, and give us a thumbs up on your favorite social media. Please check out the show notes at smbcommunitypodcast.com and give us your feedback.